Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Hi, this is Jim Quick of Quick Learning. I'm here as always to help you to learn quickly. I want to welcome you back. And I'm excited about this session because in this session, I'm going to give you the secrets for mastering and remembering numbers. Numbers. Numbers are like everywhere, right? It's like a universal language. You know, whether we're talking about telephone numbers or credit card numbers or ATM or zip codes or PIN numbers and passcodes, all of that, it's everywhere. But here's the challenge. A lot of people have a lot of difficulty nowadays memorizing numbers. Think about something simple like phone numbers. I want to get you very good at remembering phone numbers in this session. Think about how many phone numbers you used to be able to remember or be able to memorize maybe 10 or 15 years ago before we had these little cell phones and such. Nowadays, we're outsourcing our brains to technology. And granted, you know, why would you want to memorize dozens or hundreds of phone numbers when you put it into your smartphone? But here's the challenge is have you ever needed to memorize something and just hold that information in your working memory, have information at your mental fingertips, if you will, and you feel like you're just not as strong as you used to? Because as you know from going through these programs is that your mind is like a muscle. It's not a muscle, obviously, but your brain is like a muscle. It grows stronger with use. And a lot of us have these kind of flabby memory, remembering numbers muscles. So in this session, I'm going to give you a number of secrets for memorizing numbers quickly. And the reason why I want to give you a number of tools in this toolbox is so everybody grasps different programs and systems and techniques differently, right? Because we all have different learning styles. So I want to give you a breadth of tools and techniques to be able to pull from so you can really focus on the one or two or three that you really enjoy. All right, so I'm going to give you kind of like a little menu of different options for when it comes to memorizing numbers. So we already know that it's useful to be able to memorize numbers, especially if you're a student, if you're a medical doctor, if you're a scientist, if you're an engineer, or if you're in sales, there's all kinds of quotes and invoices and you know things that you need to be able to process. And so numbers, again, are the universal language. So I'm going to give you different techniques. And what I encourage you to do during this session, it's just me and you going through this, is again, remember fast, right? Forget about everything you know about remembering numbers. Be here, be present, and be with me for the next 30 minutes. Um, A, be active, put notes down below, take notes yourself, share your progress with me so I can answer those kind of questions. Manage your state. Remember to sit up, get a, I just got a glass of uh, water myself. So manage your physiology and your psychology in terms of really being curious about how do you really master and things through remembrance for this important data, these things like figures and numbers. And then finally, T is remember, learn this now as if you're going to teach it to somebody else. Okay. So think of somebody right now in your mind that's close to you, a coworker, a friend, a family member, maybe a significant other, somebody that you really care about that you like to share this with, because you will learn this completely differently. All right. And so let's go through this. One of the reasons why numbers are very difficult to remember is because they are abstract, right? They're abstract. If I say something like 2057, you know, it doesn't have a lot of substance to it. It's kind of this abstract notion of like, what's the difference between 2057 and 2056, right? The other thing is our working memory. We can really only hold approximately five to nine numbers in our working memory. All right, there was a study done in Harvard by George Miller saying that seven plus or minus two. So seven minus two is five, seven plus two is nine. You can only really hold five to nine numbers, which is like a phone number, right? Unless you do something like chunking and the different techniques that we're going to talk about in this session here today. And so 
Let's go through the techniques, jot them down. I'm going to give you to you in rapid fire, just as if you were in front of me and we were having a meal together and you said, Jim, what are some of your favorite strategies for memorizing numbers? I'm just going to give it to you in a stream of consciousness and I'm going to have you write it down. Part of your memory is this kinesthetic memory. And I really do believe, certainly you could type this out and type it in your notes. I'm kind of partial to pen and paper. I like that a lot because I think there's a kinesthetic part to memory also. And actually, let's start there, all right? One of the ways, and you could apply this also to memorizing other things besides numbers, I think you'll see a lot of the principles remain the same, is using your senses, okay? So people see me do these demonstrations in front of stage audiences of people where I'll have them pass around a microphone and shout out numbers. And once we get to like 40 or 50 or 100 numbers, I'll say stop, and then I'll give them those numbers back and then backwards. So forwards and backwards. And you're going to be able to do that too. I'll share with you in this session exactly how I do that. So three keys to real estate are what? It's location, location, location. If there are three keys to memory, it's association, 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 because you never have a memory or new learning if you don't associate it. And so really all learning is associating something you don't know to something you do know. You're seeing someone's face, you don't know their name, you're associating the name to the face. There's always two bits of information. If you want to memorize state capitals, for example, or country capitals, you need to memorize the capital and the country or the capital and the state. If you need to memorize a foreign language, then it's the word and also it's translation. You need to memorize vocabulary against the word and it's the definition. It's always two bits. So there's always an association, right? Because all learning is, even when we do these programs, you know, memory is so important. How you memorize something is you're just connecting something that you want to learn that's brand new to something you already know. And that becomes a memory for you, right? You're associating a song to a feeling. There's always two bits of information. So association is the first part for memorizing numbers. So what this is practically is when you're seeing numbers, you have to create new meaning to it. So it's some kind of original meaning to it that wasn't there before. And I would say that, for example, this is really good for people who watch sports, right? Some people forget these numbers, but then one of the techniques they'll do is they'll make the numbers memorable by each of those two digits or single digits. They represent, you know, jersey numbers for their favorite sports players. And that helps all of a sudden has some kind of meaning to them. And that's different association to them. So they're more likely to memorize it. Just like when you're going through something and you see a number and that same number happens to be the birth date of someone close to you, you know, like a loved one, or that happens to be the address of one of your homes when you're growing up. It's more memorable that way. Just like if you're going through a phone number and you see this, you know, phone number on the piece of paper on someone's phone, you need to memorize it. If 914 is something memorable to you, like for example, September 14th meant something to you, then you're more likely to remember. So that's association. Outside of association, there are certain ways of taking numbers and making them less abstract, right? More tangible. So one of them is taking numbers and turning them into words. And what I mean by that is imagine you take the alphabet, right? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and so on. And you associate a letter to a number, all right? So let's say you have the number one. Number one would be A. Number two would be B. And you could write these down, obviously. Number three would be C. Number four would be D, right? And you go through it. And number nine would be I. And zero maybe would be J, all right? Let's say you have those 10 digits and there is associated number to each of them. So how does that make it more memorable? Well, let's say you're at an ATM machine and you need to memorize 0863. And that's the pin number for your ATM. That's right. So we write that down now, 0863. You need to memorize it 
what letters would those be? So go through, actually write down one is A, two is B, three is C, and so on. So what letters does that equal? So you have zero, eight, six, three. So you have J, you have H, you have F, and you have C, right? Now, does that make it more memorable? Certainly not, right? You just have some random letters. So that doesn't make it more memorable. It makes them even actually probably more difficult to remember. But the technique is this thing called acrostics. Now, if you remember acrostics back in school, you learn these acronyms like Roy G. Bibb and stuff like that, or, you know, every good boy deserves fun, you know, for the musical notes and stuff like that. And so what you're doing here is you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and zero equaling these letters. And you have the pin code for your bank that you need to be able to memorize. And let's say it's 0863. Then you have J, H, F, and C. Then you just make a sentence out of it. So for example, maybe it's John has fun cash. All right, I'm just totally making that up. But John has fun cash. That phrase, which is for a lot of people more easily rememberable, will remind you if you know that each of those represent the letters, it'll remind you it's 0863. All right, so that would be using acrostics to be able to memorize things. Very simple technique. You take the numbers one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and zero, assign the appropriate letter. You know, one is A, two is B, three is C, and so on. And then anything you need to be able to memorize in terms of numbers, just take the first letter of each one and then turn it into a sentence. And it's creative, but it creates this awareness of what you need to study and it creates this focus on what you need to remember. So even if you don't remember the actual phrase, you're more likely to remember the number. That's the acrostic method. Now, the other ways of remembering numbers as we're going through this and doing this kind of really fast is the number rhyme and the number picture method. Okay. The number rhyme method is taking the numbers and creating pictures for each of the numbers. All right. So instead of letters, you're creating full pictures. A number rhyme would be sound alikes. So one, bun, two, shoe, three, tree, four, door, five, hive, and so on. Six, sticks, seven, heaven. And you would have pictures for one through nine and then zero. Okay. Because there would be sound alikes and associating to a picture. If you tend to be more visual is going to help you to more remember those numbers because you could see something that's not abstract. It's something that's tangible. Okay. So to help you remember those specific numbers, especially if you need to add this into a formula, if you need to know that glucose is C6H12O6, then those sixes and those 12s become pictures. All right. For example, the other besides number rhyme, which you could easily do now is number picture. So number pictures, instead of sound alike, like one, bun, two, shoe, three, so on, then what you're doing is lookalikes. So look at the number one and what does it look like to you? Maybe it represents a flagpole, or maybe it looks like if you're playing billiards, maybe it looks like the stick, or maybe it actually looks like a stick, or maybe it looks like an antenna, but that would be number one for you because it looks like it. Number two, for example, could look like a swan. You know, number three, if you're looking at three, it could look like a heart. You know how you kind of type the heart you always use a three on its side, you know, like the heart on its side, maybe it's a heart. You know, number four kind of looks like a sailboat. So if you want to be able to do that, number five, for me, number five looks like a shower curtain hook. It also looks like Fred Flintstone. If you look at the number five, it kind of looks like the profile of Fred Flintstone. You know, number six could look like an elephant with a trunk, number seven, and so on, right? And so Seven could be a flag, an eight could be a snowman, and nine could be a balloon with a string on it, and so on. So some people, to be able to memorize numbers, is they'll picture exactly that. They'll imagine a picture for it. And then once you have those, 
it's really easy. Also, if you're familiar with the PEG method, that's another way, for example, if you're memorizing random words or speech and stuff like that, and you need to be able to create a mental filing system, then you have, for example, your sun list, your bun list, you know, you have your antenna list and you create different lists for you to be able to use that technique for those who are familiar with it who have gone through our programs before. So that would be the number picture and also the number rhyme method. Now, the most popular method for memorizing numbers, because those methods work really well for small numbers, and the one that we teach in the program, our ongoing mastery class, is the alphanumeric system. For those who aren't familiar with it, they say that the geniuses through history have used the alphanumeric system, and it's just kind of this ancient code of memory where basically, instead of associating letters to the numbers, it's actually sounds. And I'm going to go through it really quickly. If you've gone through our system, you know what it is, but I'm going to show you kind of a fun way to memorize it. So basically what the creators of this alphanumeric system did was they took the 10 digits, right? Zero through nine, and they created a sound for every single one of them. They took a sound in the English language and associated that to the specific number. So for example, one is the sound t, d, and th. And say this with me. One is ta, da, and the. And notice when you say it, since those sounds sound alike, they've grouped them all into number one, right? Number two is na, you know, the N sound. Number three is ma. Number four is ra, the R sound. Number five is la. And I'm adding an A to it to make it easier to pronounce. Five is la. Six is ja or sha, like the J or the soft G, like gentle. Sha. Seven is ka or ga with a hard C, the K. Hard G, G, like granite. Eight is fa or va. Nine is pa or ba, like P and B. And finally, zero is sa, like an S or a soft C, and za, like zebra. All right. So those are the sounds to the consonant letters and consonant sounds, if you will, grouped up and associated to specific digits. And so what the creators did is like, wow, now if you want to memorize really long numbers, how you do it is you create like words and pictures and you create stories around it. So for example, pi going back to pi is 3.1415926, so on. Then what they're doing is actually taking each of those numbers, adding the sounds to it. And in the alphanumeric system, you know, if you've went through our training, that W, H, and Y don't have value and also vowels don't have value. So you could add those in. And so for example, three is the ma sound, right? So it could be like my since the Y has no value. This is a repeat for people because we talk about this in our big program, but so it could be my. And then three point like one four one five nine. basically what you have is one four one five could be turtle, for example. And if this is new to you, you don't have to you know get it right away. You could kind of experiment with it. But turtle, when you look at the numbers turtle, the T is the one, right? The R in turtle, the U has no value because vowels are silent. The R is the four, and then the second T is the one, and then the L is the five, right? So you have three, which was the my, one, four, one, five, as turtle. So you say like my turtle, and then going through nine, two, six, nine, two, six for me is bench, right? So my turtle bench becomes, you know, 3.1415926, and that's the first letters. Now you could take those going to another level, if you want to be able to memorize that, yes, you can memorize the words by recreate these stories. My turtle, his name is Bench, add to it kind of like a chain linking for those of you who are familiar with the chain linking method in our quick recall program. The other thing you can do if you want, one of the techniques that I do when I memorize long numbers in front of a group of people 
is I'll actually combine that with my home list for those who are familiar with the location method that we teach. And I'll put each of those pictures in a specific order around my home. And when I need to memorize those numbers during those kind of demonstrations or memorize the phone number or social security number, or credit card number, whatever it is I need to remember, I'll just walk around my home and I see all the images and I just translate them back using the alphanumeric system into numbers, right? And this is kind of like the Rosetta Stone for memorizing numbers. It takes the largest fixed cost. Fixed cost is kind of like the investment it takes in the beginning to learn the method. But once you know the value of each of these numbers, that one is ta, da, tha, and two is na, three is ma, so on, then you get it. It takes a little bit more time to learn it, but that's kind of a fast way to learn it. And once you have it, then you start looking around, you start seeing license plates or phone numbers, you start translating them into the sounds and the images, and all of a sudden, everything takes a new form. Because we know that the numbers themselves, going back to pi, for example, 3.141596 and so on, is very abstract. But then if you just have three pictures, much more memorable for you. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for one hour 
uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.